What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Dom. And I'm Shaquana Lachey. And, and this, this is Queen Talk. Talk. Put your arms on me. Put your faith in me. Put your love on me. morning ladies you know what i wish y'all was doing right now what? working out <laughs> you wish they were or yes because i want to live vicariously through them <laughs> so i hope somebody is having dead weights and like building up your glutes Baby. and <laughs> lifting stuff that that needs to be lifted okay that's what I want to do. Yeah, so you drinking your water, you with your babies, whatever you doing, mm-hmm. do it to the best of your ability. Yeah, I want y'all in the gym, just FYI. I just want y'all in the gym. <laughs> Fear of missing out. Baby, FOMO. It's a thing. It is a thing. And I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, so is it more of a thing for us as women versus guys? Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I Do don't guys know. have FOMO? Right. Question of the day. Okay. So ask your guys. <laughs> right. Is FOMO a thing for you? Is FOMO a thing for you? And maybe that's not like a, a gender thing, but maybe it's just, you know, an individual thing. Mm. I don't know. I feel like we all have a sense of fear of missing out on something. But as far as FOMO in my life, I feel like it was really strong on me. That spirit of FOMO. (laughs) Spirit of. (laughs) It was a spirit. It was was a spirit, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get up off me. But when I, because I was a teen mom, I had the fear of missing out on living my 20s. Mm. So had Michaela. Got married at 19 yeah. and then had Caleb. Uh, I just forgot when I had my child. <laughs> when did you have Caleb? Had him in, two, oh, in 2009. I can't. And that's the, even, that's the wrong year. I was like, it's not 09. It's not. It's 2006. But the 2000 was what wasn't coming out of my mouth properly. Mm. It, it was all wrong. Um, so, yeah, all like back to back to back to back to back. It was, oh, you're going to be a mama and then you're going to be a wife. Yeah. Then you're going to be a mama for the second time. And mm. I was just like, I was just living and not stopping. And so that's why I thought that, you know, just even getting into and unpacking like the fear of missing out on said thing, right, yeah. is necessary for us to just talk about and, and to really just unpack it and and just live our truth and really look back on what we had a fear of. And then even like stuff that we currently are going through that we can be having a fear of yeah because i feel like it's different seasons and for me there's a true fear of missing out i had a fear of missing out then which was not understanding what my 20s are supposed to look like but i feel like those it was a little backwards for me because i'm like ma'am what you have right now is what people go through their 20s to make sure that they have a healthy <laughs> yeah healthy childbearing healthy yeah. husband wife mm-hmm. whatever right but I started those things in my head. I was backwards. And so I was like, I want to do all these things. But I mm-hmm. think about myself, even before I had my kids and got married, I was like, girl, you weren't going nowhere, no way. You went out in these streets. Cha. I wasn't like one of the kids like, I need to go to the newest parties. I need, I was not her. Yeah. So think about it. I'm like, girl, you was having a fear and having all these anxieties mm-hmm. come on you about stuff that you didn't even really care about. 
Like, you ain't even really care about that stuff. Yeah. If you were out there, who would you really be right now? Yeah. I would have a whole lot of stories is what I would have. Because <laughs> that, that's just crazy to me just to even think, like, we get so caught up in what culture says we're supposed mm-hmm. to do. And this whole FOMO, even though it's real, yeah, we put so much expectation on it. Yeah. That if people are really looking at it, they're like, oh my God, like I am going to miss out on that. You weren't even thinking about that until you heard it. Mm -hmm. And even for me, like even thinking about the whole term FOMO or fear of missing out on something, thinking in hindsight, I felt like, and I did, it was real at that time. I was like, I just feel like I'm not doing anything, but I don't think that I was really saying that I wanted to be out in the streets and be wild. What I was saying is what should I have been doing at that time? Yeah. But at the same token, it's like what you was doing. What facts. Not what you should have been doing, but what, what you, you were, were doing. What you were doing, because that's in real time, and that's yep. your reality. So yep. getting caught up in what wasn't, yep. and doing the what ifs, yep. like that don't help. Or looking at the next person and being like, "Oh, but they're doing this. They're my age, and yeah. we're women, and she's doing this, and she, and she, and she, and she." Stop focusing on everybody else. I feel like that's what enlarges the FOMO anxiety yep. in our lives. It's so crazy because I never considered myself that girl that like wanted anything that anybody else had. I feel like I've done things on my own timing when I wanted to do them. Mm. Right. But my FOMO, I will say, kicked in when I was in my wilderness season. Mm. I started my journey or my walk, like as far as rededicating at 25. Yeah. And just the adjustments and the changes that were happening in that season. I told you all this from jump. When it came to having children, oh, baby, I'm going to push that out as far she as I can take no it. Okay. Go. But right. with marriage, that was something that I aspired for. Mm-hmm. And so my thing was by 28, I feel like that's a good age to get married. Right. You know, but right. we weren't even together right. when I turned 28. You know what I mean? Like we at that point had went separate ways and I was on social media and I'm seeing all these girls like getting married mm. and having babies and buying houses. And I'm like, I'm sitting here living with my mother, not working, waiting on a man that I don't even communicate with. Right. And it's just like, these are all the things that I aspire for, but I feel stuck. So what do I do? And it can frustrate you, especially in your walk to where you do want to pivot and go a different direction. Yep. And that's what happened in 2019. I said, baby, I'm trying this ain't else. working. <laughs> it wasn't working for me, so I'm going to try something else. And I tried something else, and I would drift all the way off course. Come on. And I had to circle back at the end of the year just to start over. Just this- what the heck? So, well, Do you, you feel like you, you 100% started over, or do you think that... I started from where I left off? You started from where you left off? Mm-hmm, for sure. Absolutely. No, it was, it was a pickup from where I left off. I don't think that I had to start from scratch, no. Yeah. It made it difficult, though. Mm-hmm. This time around, like, it was a little more difficult. Because of me not staying the course in 2019, the situation between me and Mark got worse. Mm. So having to go through that in 2020, I said, oh, baby, oh, it was man, hard. If I would have just stayed. Yeah, and but to see that on the back end, like if I would have stayed the course, I wouldn't be here. So it was my fault that we are here, you know, mm. because of my choices of not sticking it out or whatever True. I said I was going to do. So it wasn't necessarily starting over, but the journey was a little harder. And like God showed me, he was like, I was Jonah. When Jonah ran and he got swallowed up by the fish and he still sent him on his right. course, that was me. Only to go and God spared the people. And then Jonah was mad like, he was so God, what? With him. And the fact that God was like, you going to sit here and soak? Yes. You really ready for me to burn these people yes. down? I'm not going to do it. Yeah. <clears throat> and that was me. 
Cause I was like, hey, I made it. I said I was gonna go fine. You know what I mean? Okay. You came and freaking snatched me up. <laughs> it was so funny with Jonah too because he gave this man while he was sitting there pissed off. He created a um, yeah, the shade, the shade. Like, yep, yep, sir. Yep. Why are you over here <laughs> ready for me to send down brimstone and fire? I'm gonna mm-hmm. go ahead and give you a little bit of shade. Mm-hmm. You're being a little shady, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna give you some shade to match. Facts. Okay, <laughs> but I'm, I'm gonna also allow you to just be cooled on off until you get it together. Yeah, the grace, even in that, like I'm going right. to give you some type of comfort, even in your soaking, even in you having an attitude and want me to do something different. Like, no, no, that was a whole word because when you just said it, the, he just showed me that was me. He gave me grace in that. I, I'm got outside of FOMO, but in that soaking of having to repeat it over, he gave me grace because it was. You know like, what? This I don't even fault. think that you outside of it because what happens when we, when the fear oh, is the so FOMO strong is what made me exactly. go back. The strength of the fear of missing out yeah. can cause you to look at right. Mm. Sodom and Gomorrah is so heavy mm-hmm. that you're walking mm-hmm. toward it. And now you got to start all over again. No, that is facts because that's exactly what I did in 2019. 2019, I was out here partying with the people. With the people. (laughs) Because I wasn't doing that in 2018. And I was like looking at my best friend like, you living. And so I live too. (laughs) And God is like, right. But you're going to have to turn back around. Yeah. He let me live a little bit. But a little bit. But you keep saying that and it keep taking me back to working out and exercising. Mm. And I meant that thing this morning when I was like, hey, y'all exercise for me because I ain't doing it. Yeah, okay? that, that exercise thing is heavy <laughs> on her heart, baby. <laughs> it is. That is what I'm talking to the Lord about. Listen. But but I think about it and I'm like, all the times that I reset my diet and eat clean and do all the things and work out and find a plan that works for me and yeah. find meals that are giving me you know what I need and the energy and all these things and then I stop. And then I eat bad mm-hmm. and then I come back. Mm-hmm. When you stop what's good for you and digress and then come on back, it is harder. Yeah. Like you were saying, like it was harder for me. I wish I would have just stayed the course, but sometimes, you know, I feel like if we allow it to, there's something that, that's to be learned. Yeah. When we digress. Yeah, for sure. It should be. So you come back and you're like, oh, I'm sluggish mm-hmm. over here on these weights, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I can't keep, but I can't learn keep the lesson. going off course yes. because I'm, I'm not getting anywhere. Yeah. And that's the thing for me is I looked at my backsliding, not necessarily as a blessing, but as a lesson, that's like good. in a sense, it would be like, it's kind of good that it happened mm-hmm. as opposed to me staying the course and then probably further down the line having this situation. So it's mm-hmm. like, I learned my lesson now. <laughs> So Thank that you. I don't have to do it later. Come on. You know, and so I'm not encouraging people to backslide. However, if you do yeah. understand that in God's grace, there's a lesson in it. Yes. And he said he's married to you. To the backslider, baby. Yeah. Like, I'm committed to you. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying I don't love the people who are consistent. Yeah. But they don't need me. Yeah. As much. Yeah. But you do. Yep. So I'm married to you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't getting rid of me, dog. You ain't getting rid of me. <laughs> So hopefully you're encouraged in that, like today, like, look, like Shakrina said, like, we're not out here endorsing you going back to mm-hmm. what you came from. But no doubt, like, it's inevitable sometimes when, even with the topic that we're talking about, if we continue to look at what we think we're missing out mm-hmm. on, our posture is going to continue to cause us to fall each time. Yes. 
until your posture changes, yes. until you pivot yes. and you look in a different direction. Yep. Only then, in my opinion, will you see something different and that fear of missing out on probably what's not even, what you don't even need no more. Facts. Because listen, because I'm going to tie it into me eating them chips I that I was thinking about when I was doing that 10-day smoothie cleanse. I felt like I was missing out. Because let me everybody- tell you, when I was on that cleanse, my niece graduated from fifth grade. And so we had a little party. And everybody was able to eat all the snacks and just all the things. And I couldn't because I was on the cleanse. And it's like, but as soon as I come off this cleanse, I'm, though, baby. I'm tearing you up. I'm going to eat it. And that's what happened. And what yeah, I already told y'all what had happened was I ate that and now I'm here again. But what you just said, that actually happened to me this week as far as like when you fall off mm. or when you stop doing what's good for you, getting back on track is a little more difficult. And that was my revelation this week. It was like, when you slack off and being disciplined in one area, it affects all areas. And so trying to stay the course is a little more difficult. And Mm. I had that revelation. I told my sister, I was like, I had to restore faith in myself because the things that I started to give into was like, oh, I don't feel like doing that. Or, you know, I was like, Shakina, but just a week or two ago, you were doing it even regardless of whether or not you felt like it. But realizing that I was giving more into my feelings because of the one thing that I decided not to be disciplined in. You know, so it's like that lack of discipline affected every other area. Come on. So you have to be mindful that you're not giving in. You know what I mean? Because it's going to impact multiple areas than just that one. That's so good. You know? I feel like it's necessary for us to understand that fear of missing out is not just on big things. Not at all. It's not just on major things, but in all things it can affect you. Yeah. Whether it be small or big. Yes. And the size of whatever that is, you determine that. Yeah. Because what's big to Shakrina may not necessarily be big to me and yep. vice versa. But really just understanding and evaluating where you are and figuring, okay, so is this even necessary for me? Because mm-hmm. we're so bombarded with just what's in the media and what everybody else is mm-hmm. doing. And I feel like one of the biggest things for me is I will get distracted looking at where I feel like I'm supposed to be yep. at my age. Yep. And so that fear of you know not having my first home or or things of that nature can cause you to just go inward and to feel sorry for yourself yes you know but understanding that you have the power to change it Mm -hmm. and not getting caught up in what other people are doing Yeah. yeah i definitely feel like um in that aspect where it's like comparing based on where you are yeah like for me everybody else around me first of all let me just mention the fact that I was the only person in like my close friendship like my best friends my sister like her best friend that did not have a child mm. like everybody had a child and then they'll look at me like oh Shakina when you gonna have a baby me and Mark are together we have been together years right but I was like not anytime soon and back then it didn't bother me nice. I didn't care to have a baby but it's like as I started to get closer and closer to 30 I was like, hold on. When is he or she coming? Yeah, and so it's like women my age are married with children, got careers, and it's just like I'm still in the same spot that I've been at. I physically am in the same spot. (laughs) Mentally and spiritually, I'm not. You are not. But that's where the pressure of like, oh. I never saw myself really like, I can't say live life, but like, growing in life at mm-hmm. a later age because I've always done things so early. Yeah. And so it's like for me to have sat down for the last five years of my twenties 
and coming into my 30s is now when I'm establishing myself. It's so weird for me, but I'm like, no, this is the time that God had already ordained for me to do this, you know, and I embrace it in the sense of now I can go forward more mature mentally, spiritually, I understand things differently. And even earlier when I was saying like, I'm excited to go back to school because I feel like I comprehend things on a different level. But to think at 25, 30-year-old Shakrina would not be going to school because, baby, we didn't miss that train, <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm not, it's not coming. And yes. Not. And so, yeah. and I don't look at myself as old. Right. And I've never considered myself old. I was just like, things ain't <laughs> happening for me the way I want them. And that's just because I'm so used to controlling my own life. Yeah. So it was just like. Controlling the narrative. Yes. You and like, God, and so to ain't. not, yeah. And so, but to be here at 30 now, I'm like, no, nah, that's cool. Like, I'm actually excited for my 30s because I just know this year, bae, B. I love it. Well, this decade, this whole decade this whole in the 30s de- is going to be it. A whole so, And being okay with that because vibe. I feel like it's going to be better than what it would have been in my 20s, mm-hmm. you know? And that's how I embrace it now. So I don't yeah. have the fear of missing out anymore because I've owned my lane and I've embraced where I am, you know? And God's word says that your latter shall be greater than your former. So there is nothing that I missed in my 20s that he's not going to bring me later in my life. That is facts and you better. You know? So it's like, that's what brings me comfort in this state to where I'm like, I don't care that these things are happening later for me. No. Because this is how God ordained it. But I feel like this is the physical part of... The imagery that we always hear, like, it's important for you to take the Mm -hmm. stairs, Mm -hmm. then to take the elevator or the escalator or whatever form of transportation in a mall that's going to get you to somewhere faster. Take them down on stairs in all things, right? It's important for us to be intentional about seeing where we are through the journey. Yeah. And I think about it, like, 25, five, I'm big in, like, numbers, but not like lottery numbers, but like numbers. Spiritual <laughs> <laughs> numbers. Not but like five, five is a number of grace. Yeah. And I think about like eight, like that's new beginnings. Yes. And so if I see myself 38 mm-hmm. new beginnings, mm-hmm. I choose to see that first spiritually. Yes. Right? Like mentally, understanding new beginnings and being okay. Like you said, beautifully put, being okay in the lane that God created for me and not looking at a lane that may have been in place when I was 18, Mm -hmm. 19, Mm -hmm. 20, Mm -hmm. right? Even 25, even 30, right? Even 35. But the lane that I am in currently, what does that mean for me? Staying focused in it. To see even other women that may be in the same lane to walk alongside them or even women who are coming up yeah. and getting in that space to be able to be gracious enough to love on them, yes. to lend the, the information that I have mm-hmm. and not be crabs in a barrel mm-hmm. that you're pulling each other down. But like, no, you're going to be okay. You don't yeah. get it. You, you don't understand it, but it's going to be all right. And be able to be in that place where that I can love myself love other women that may be walking alongside me and embrace where I'm getting ready to be and not focusing on the anxiety of missing out on anything. Cause what are you giving me right now, God? Yeah. And I feel like when it's God's timing for you to get to whatever it is you're desiring to be or wherever it is you're desiring to be, 
it's gonna be so much better than and you'll if arrive you when it's time. Yeah. It's that importance that we have to really think about. Like, is this something that I really even want? Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, like y'all can talk about babies all day. Like, yeah. hey, that's that, not that's even. Not, that's not even. But and I say that because there was a point in my season where I was like, I want a kid, and I want all these things, and you know, just wanted to jump into it. And now I'm like, girl, we don't really. That's not what we want right now. That, that it ain't. But it was just something that I felt like. I was supposed to have at the mm. age that I was at. You know what I mean? By 28, this is what we're doing. But it's like, that wasn't my story. No. And realizing that allowed me to be like, baby, we ain't ready for babies right now. I will take the marriage, yes. But even that, I was like, that is another level of responsibility that I don't know I'm ready for right now. I don't think but maybe by the end of the year. ready for but, marriage or kids. Yeah. Nobody. So, I mean, but wanting it to yes. that level of like, I aspire for it. I exactly. want it so bad. And for me to know, like, that's going to require a lot from you, Trina. And are you ready for that? That's wisdom, ma'am. But yeah, so I just feel like when you understand that God's timing is perfect, whether that was you starting your family early and missing out on yeah. going out with your friends and partying or going to college and getting, you know, doing all the things to being like me and starting things later in life when it does happen for you because that's a desire of your heart Mm -hmm. to be able to live and have all these accomplishments when it does happen for you it's going to be greater i believe that because i'm gonna be ready for it and it's going to be more mature and how it unfolds is going to be so much better than i would have ever imagined (laughs) in my 20s showing up to places and i'm like i don't yeah i'm gonna want to be where i'm gonna be yeah (laughs) and the same thing for you just even with marriage you have grown so much mentally Mm -hmm. and just through life that when those times come Mm -hmm. you're gonna be ready for them Mm -hmm. now is that to say that there's not gonna be challenges absolutely not because listen being ready does not equate to no pressure you know no struggle that don't mean that when you show up to your but you're prepared but you are gonna be prepared and that's, that's the, the key. Thing. Come on. Preparation Come is on. the key. Because you good. can tell yourself all day, I'm ready. Because you are ready. To you, you're ready. But are you prepared? Preparation. Yes. Preparation. Facts. And that's what God showed me. I'm preparing you for the thing that you desire. I'm preparing you for the thing. But I was ready for it. You were ready for it, yeah. But Baby, you're, you're not, not prepared. You, you ain't prepared. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. so you may be ready yeah. <laughs> for whatever you, you think that God has for you. But allow him to prepare you. Yeah. And if you're waiting, then that means he's preparing you. Or it could just mean that he like, okay, you prepared, baby. Now is your time to go ahead and run with that thing. Yeah. Cause we talked about that too. Understanding the seasons. Baby. Come on. So, but yeah. We love y'all as always. Yeah. And hopefully you got something out of today's episode. Y'all better. Okay. <laughs> okay, mama. Listen, fear of missing out. Fear of missing out, baby. Let, let's throw that in the trash. Mm-hmm. Facts. Be yeah. okay with being prepared. Yeah. We want to show up prepared. Yes. So we ain't got time to be having no anxiety and fear of missing out. Facts. That's it. That's it. Put your arms around me. Put your faith in me. Put your love.